Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the Iron House Podcast. This is Daryl. voice crack? Did my voice crack a little bit? <laughs> Shit. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> this is Daryl. And I'm Roy. And I'm Sofian. And today we're going to be talking about basically the quick guide to your first month or your first time at Iron House. So if you just sign up at the gym, uh, we're going to tell you about what you can expect, some things you should know. So it should be like the quick guide to starting off at Iron House to have a great experience. Because, um, I mean, we're a gym, and gyms aren't too complicated, but there are some things that you could use um, and could know to really get the most out of it. I think we're a pretty unique gym in that sense, that we're not just oh, your, sure. your basic uh, mm-hmm. basic gym. Mm-hmm. So we definitely got some tips for you guys. So if you're just starting off, if you're not someone who's super, super comfortable in gyms, or it might be your first or second gym, um, you know, we have members, of course, who have been working out their whole lives and know exactly what to do when they come here, like, oh, finally, everything I ever wanted. We also have people who are just starting off their fitness experience as well. So we're going to give you guys some handy tips to how to make the best out of that. So sure. right off the bat, let's go. What do you guys think? Like the absolute basics, basics as well as someone should know. Not only in our gym, maybe in gyms in general, but like the absolute basics. Ask questions. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's everyone, everyone walks in, they think they have, they're all by themselves and they have to do everything on their own. Not the case. That's a good one. E- either if it's not us, there's always people in the gym. That are like willing to help, that's and that's the thing. It may be like a little bit scary, and you may have to do it like once or twice or three times to get comfortable. There's always people that want to help and that like know what you're looking for. So especially here, yeah. Especially here, here. yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure. So that's my number one tip: is just ask questions. Get unco- get comfortable with asking questions to tr- strangers. Like even without outside of the gym, it's going to be super helpful. Because also just a good way to get to know your fellow members exactly. and make friends uh-huh, and connect. And I I personally think that we're we're, we have hundreds and hundreds of members, and we're blessed with a community of just generally nice people. We don't have yeah. real dickheads or like mean <laughs> or weird, rude people. Everyone's so chill. It's either really nice people who keep to themselves or really nice people who like to chat. Mm-hmm. So either way, it's just – and I had someone, I think, beginning, beginning of the week, ask me for a spot. I was in the back of the gym, and he came all the way to my spot. I was like, absolutely, no problem. But you know, Rick was there. Um, I think – who else was there? I think Mickey was there as well. I told mm-hmm. him, just so you know – all these guys are awesome people. They definitely know how to give you a good lift off and that spot you on the bench. So don't worry. Feel free to ask them as well. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I saw him indeed go ask someone else. So that's a good tip. Ask questions. Interact. Uh, I had some people in my group class one time who had this really good story. Like, I think we did like an overhead press once in one of the, the classes. And they wanted to do it by themselves, but they weren't really sure how to do it again. So they asked somebody, the guy next to them, like, they were like, okay, oh, yeah, he was super big, looked super intimidating. Turned out it was an athlete of mine, and he, like, uh, uh, he, he, t- he took way too much time to just explain him all properly. And they were like, oh, yeah, it was super cool. And they're like, before they were felt super intimidated, and now they just had a really it? good story. Who was it? Was it, was it, was it? Silvan. Silvan? Silvan? Hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, shout yeah. out to Silvan. Silvan. Yeah. Or, nice or Swolvan, as I like to call <laughs> him. Yeah. So, yeah. But again, he's an example. He's, he, he's a big dude, and he trains hard, and he's. He's pretty hyper-focused, but as soon as you interact with him, oh, he's like, yeah. nicest, nicest guy, guy in the world. Absolutely. Yeah, and I was super nice because these people were still sort of new to the gym and all that. So just having somebody do this for them was great. That's awesome. Shout out to Sylvan. Yeah. But that's also the case with just the staff. I mean, um, when me and Fleur hire people, we look at, okay, who's going to be a very pleasant person to have in the gym? It's more about who we, we who can we wait to have at the Christmas like dinner every end of the year more than who's exceptionally qualified. You know, because everyone can learn mm-hmm. how to be an exceptional coach or a trainer or an instructor, but being just pleasant and being gazelle—that's nice exactly that's an X factor. And everyone in the gym is just super pleasant in that sense. 
I would agree. Sir, learning to ask questions when you come in, just don't be shy. Um, for everyone who doesn't know, all new members get an onboarding program. Mm-hmm. Onboarding program is a four-week program just to get you in the door and get you going. So the first month of your membership here, um, you're training more effectively. So it's it's good to establish a kind of routine. A lot of people, when they sign up to a gym, they just go in and they don't really know what to do. And that kind of hinders the motivation. They have a hard time finding the routine or sticking to the habit, especially if your natural instinct isn't to just go to the gym. Some of us, like we have to work out. Other people, mm-hmm. they, they work out because they feel like they need to. So onboarding program is a great way to start. Um, so if you do have an onboarding program, it's important to come and ask questions to the coaches, to the staff. If there's a workout you don't understand or exercise you don't understand, you want to double check, always come and ask. We're always ready to help. So that's also too. The onboarding program is also a good thing to know. Um, hopefully, you get it mentioned also when you sign up. But if not, now you know. You get an onboarding program. It's four weeks. Just make sure that you're getting started on the right foot. Maybe get an idea of what you like to do. But people don't know if they like free weights more than machines or if you don't like conditioning exercises or plyometrics more than free weights. So that's a good way to find out. You sit down with a coach. Coach walks you through all kinds of questions. Make sure that we make a program that's right for you. You both have written onboarding programs before. Um, Yep. Yes, sir. You guys do most of it. So that's a that's a really fun way to also make sure your first month in the gym is pleasant and it it sneak it's kind of also sneakily when I use write onboarding programs, I would write exercise in it that the people don't really know. Yeah, same. Yeah, so yeah. Or or just make it sound very hard. Exactly. And it's just a simple lap pull down, and you're like exactly. let's make this little unilateral. So that he, so that he or she has there. to come and ask <laughs> questions and then you can interact that way. Mm-hmm. All right, people to, to that's a good one. I like that one. That's, that's uh, going to start off with. Look at you, smart man. <laughs> All right, what, what's other like? Let's let's keep it on the basics ones. What's more things people should absolutely know or do? You know what I'm struggling with because a lot of things for, that are for us natural, yeah, are first. not natural for. Okay. A, I think I've been to the people. gym for almost ten years. Like <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. You, you, so you, you can put Roy down in any gym in the world, and he'll yeah. just know exactly what to do. Uh-huh, exactly. But like, uh, if we keep it super, super simple, um, we're a gym focused on strength and performance, but we cater basically to every kind of athlete. Yeah, we have equipment in the gym, and we have space in the gym for basically anything. Whether you're powerlifter, bodybuilder, strongman, crossfitter, weightlifter, doesn't matter. We have everything you need to train. Have space for it, um, so that's probably why there's a lot of things in the gym that most people aren't familiar with. So everyone knows what a barbell and, and weights does, and dumbbells. Everyone knows what a bench does and what the cable machines do. But we also have some more abstract equipment in the gym that people might not be familiar with. So let's start with the barbells. Go like a little bit like quick to let people know what it is. Important tip is that you check on the barbell on the side on the side what bar it is exactly because we yeah. have. Um, we have two standard size, uh, standardized barbells. We have the 20 kilo barbell, and we have also the power bar, which has the knurling in the middle. Mm-hmm. And we have mm-hmm. uh, Ohio bar, which is also 20 kilos, same thing, but just no knurling in the middle. Mm-hmm. The power bar is a little bit stiffer. The tensile strength is a little bit higher, so it bends less when you put heavy weights. The Ohio bar is a little bit less tensile strength, so it tends to bend a little bit more. So uh, if you're going to deadlift super, 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 super heavy, and you want a stiff bar, you have the power bar. If you want the deadlift super heavy and you want a lot of bend, then you grab the deadlift bar. That was a little bit longer. It's still 20 kilos. It's a little bit thinner, a little bit longer, so it bends a lot. Mm-hmm. What else do we got? We got a shitload of bars. Uh, Ollie bar. Ollie bar. Ollie bar. We have one of them. Preferably only for weightlifting. Only for weightlifting. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have some uh, 50 kilo bars. 15 kilo. Yeah, like the, the, the bars. bars. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's important. Also a little bit smaller. Yeah. Smaller hands, easier to grip. Yep. Yeah, so that's also important for maybe the our new female members. Or just a few members who don't know, we do have 15 kilo bars, a little bit lighter, but also it's thinner, so easy to hold, like Sophie exactly. said. Exactly. That's what um, I use them mostly for in class because yeah. most of the exercises I do uh, in power hour, 
the people that use the belly bar are able to lift the weight, but yeah. they're just having trouble gripping the yeah. bar. Your so grip like, hey, wears out quickly. Exactly. Yep. I use them pretty often for the uh, when we're when we're benching during the powerlifting class. Yeah. As for some females, starting with twenty kilos is already like pretty decently challenging. Like yeah. they can do it, but it's, it's only quite some it's like a hard set of five already. Mm-hmm. So we'll just start with a fifteen kilo bar. They can get mm-hmm. some easy reps in, and mm-hmm. then you can always just load it, afterwards. load it back to twenty, and still yeah. have the yeah, comfort exactly. of the grip size. So yeah, that's what I do. That's we also thing. have um, we have a safety squat bar, yeah. and uh, we get the question often. We should put a sticker on it. How much it weighs? It's 32 and a half kilos. 32 and a half? Yeah. Okay, I thought like 37. I was, I'm so confused every time yeah, someone no. asks me. I go on Google. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> like it, it should be 32 and a half. Okay, was, okay. Wasn't it 27? No, 27 <laughs> is a trap bar. <laughs> okay. I think. I think Which we, we also have. Yeah, we also have a oh, trap yeah. bar. So the good thing about trap bar is you still create a deadlift movement with it, a hip hinging movement off the floor, but you don't have a barbell in front of you. Like It's it's the barbell that's like a square with Hexagon. a hex- hexagonal shape that you stand inside. The good thing about that is you don't have a barbell in front of your shins with a normal deadlift, so you're able to have more knee movement. So you got a little bit more quad activation at the bottom. You don't have to hinge as much out of the hips to create the same movement. Really great exercise for anything related to sports. So if you're doing soccer, uh, baseball, martial arts, trap bars are a really good way to train explosivity. Yep. It's also That's just easier to learn. True, also easier to learn. And uh, we have we have a fat bar, which is not even ours. Whose is it? Um, someone left it behind a long time ago. No shit. Yeah, so uh, uh, I actually uh, never th- knew this. There's a lot of things in the gym that people brought once and then just left, and then they ask, "Hey, can I leave this here?" I'm like, "Sure," but people are going to use it, and Gotta they're fine sure. with that. Okay, like the yeah. the big log bar also is Frank's, not even ours. Yeah, I knew that one. Yeah, yeah I know about you that. You got one. it custom made, but but that makes sense because wow. he still yeah. trains here. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for sure. Uh, we used to have um, squat bar. Uh, yeah, super heavy squat bar yeah. for our members. It was 25 kilos. Yeah, thick as fuck. And knurling. knurling was so aggressive, yeah, dude. It was super Whoa. aggressive knurling. And for people don't know, knurling is the, the the pattern in the barbell that creates friction. So it's the grip on the barbell. It was the whole barbell was knurling. Yeah. That was dope. I tried squatting it with it once. Same. Like, it, 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 it but was, it hurt uh, the fuck out of my, my back. Yeah. yeah, it was tough. Uh, we also have a bamboo bar, which doesn't oh, get used yeah, a lot, unfortunately. But um, especially if, if you're doing recovery work, if you're doing deload work, if you're doing technique work, um, the bamboo bar is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tricky as all hell. I've seen a lot of people uh, wiggle themselves out of that uh, rep for sure. Including me. Yeah. But the, the bamboo bar is fun. I've never actually used that. Oh, that's you should. That, you should. That for, that's, a, that's a challenge. Yeah, because you can, you can do everything. It's just a barbell. So you can squat with it and it makes your squats cut, cut a little bit tricky. But benching and overhead pressing with it. Overhead yeah. pressing is a... Man, your, your delts will be fried, dude. What else we have? Co- uh, what's it called? Uh, multi-grip? What's yeah, it the college bar. College bar? Yeah. Okay. It was also fun. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite supersets is doing the, the multi-grip bar. And you do light weights, but you do five reps on the outer grip. And then you move one grip oh, in and do five reps. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you go close grip, and then you go oh, back yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Everyone I give it to, the everyone comes out with a massive pump. Same pump. Because the good thing is, by the time you get to the close grip one, even though the weight's light, you already have 10 reps of fatigue. Uh-huh. So it it burns you out real quick. Yeah, I think that's, that's most of the barbells we have, right? I think so. I think so, We, yeah. have, we have the logs. That should be about that's it. That's it, yeah. Yeah. We also made an Instagram post about this. Yeah, a while One back. Time. Yeah, like two years yeah. ago almost. Yeah. I, what, didn't we make it during lockdown? Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, to do. we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. So that's, it's important to know which bars are what, so you don't do with. What the power for? The power bars are meant for powerlifting, but you can do basically anything with them. I wouldn't recommend if you're not super advanced or super comfortable training to do a lot of overhead presses with the power bars because I've seen people scratch up their nose because the barbell comes down oh, a little yeah. bit too fast and the knurling kind of scratches it up. So that's just something to be aware of. 
don't be uh don't be that guy because i've been that guy and, <laughs> and a lot of people here have been that person too so i think we all speak from experience yep. and um switching over from barbells we have a lot of specialty equipment we have the reverse hyper yeah which uh, used which is the glorified coffee table in the gym <laughs> yeah, pretty much yeah pretty comfortable uh, to sit on we have uh, we have a ghd which is also gl- good for uh, gluten development which yeah, gets used a lot. Which gets used a lot, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that's actually a good exercise. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. You like the reverse so hyper? The hyper? <laughs> like, uh, I think a, a couple of weeks back, I made a client use it, or maybe I suggested using it because his back was sort of hurting. I was like, hey, this is supposed to be good for your back. You know what happened? He, his his back hurt when using the machine. Oh. <laughs> I was like, fuck this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's pretty specific. So you have, to, you have to know when to use it and how to use it. But the problem is people go use it and they tend to... Just swing. Swing. Swing back and forth. The weight's on a pendulum, so yeah. you, you can... I've seen people throw like three plates of 20 per side mm-hmm. and then swing. Like, you're not really. Shit. Yeah, yeah that's you're not, a lot. It's not really doing what it's supposed to do. We also have a seal row bench, which is also dope. Uh, the mm-hmm. belt squat is a lot of people's favorites. That's, yep. that's yeah. a really good way to belt. destroy the quads. Um, we have the deadlift machine in the back, which uh, is also a really good way to learn the deadlift. Also, so it doesn't get the recognition it should, in my opinion. Absolutely. I think the it's downside fixed. to the deadlift machine is it's already pretty heavy. Just yeah, yeah, that's true. surprisingly heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's true. Like, it's if not I do, beginner friendly. No. Yeah, if I do like good mornings, I just use use the, use the machine. I yeah. don't put any weights on it because, but also overhead press on that thing, heavy as yeah, shit. Yeah, so if you do a Z press, or sitting heavy on the floor, yeah. Shit. What the fuck? Especially if, if you're uh, if you're doing it with your legs up, to engage yeah. your core. Ooh, delicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else we got? We got we got some chains in the gym. They're 16 kilos each. 16. Yeah. Okay. They're pretty heavy. Never ah, use those. We got a shitload of stuff. We got slingshots. We got kettlebells. We got <laughs> slingshots are nice. I'm like now remembering yeah, that you're we just, have you're all this realizing stuff. what stuff we have <laughs> yeah. in the gym. Because you know it's easy to come in here and just do the basics or like do the the the, the standard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do your squat. You do your deadlift. You do your this and that and like your cable, and then you don't really like use the stuff. But there's also have. some stuff that just got a bit out of favor. Like yeah. what? Like. Barely anybody ever used chains anymore. Same for slingshot. True. Like overloading just isn't that popular yeah, anymore. Yeah. It, it, but that's the thing with irons. We like to just have everything. So no matter who you are, if that's how you want to train, you know, be your guest. We it. get a lot of mm-hmm. visitors also from out of town. Mm-hmm. So you can tell whenever the Americans come to visit, they always use specific things. They always use the college bar. They use the slingshots. They're always on the assault the bikes. Bar. Yeah. So um, we just like to have enough options. Mm-hmm. And we're not even close to done. I mean, my picture of the perfect iron house is a lot more specialty stuff in it. But you know, everything in phases. We're all we are still coming back from uh, from COVID. But uh, the the end picture of iron house, hopefully, the end of this year will be what I think a gym should be in completion. Like right now, it's about sixty five percent to what I think. Sixty five. Yeah, sixty five is okay, about so what a lot, a lot of improvement coming. Yeah. Okay. If uh, if the delivery delivery times are nice to us. It's a big if, I think. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, a big right. if. <laughs> big <laughs> if. Um, but but we're also like, like those are all the stuff that we have. But what's more, maybe the rules so someone should know. What are a bit, bit of the do's and don'ts of being in Iron House? Well, just clean up your stuff. That's, like, which, yeah, you, which you should do in, 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 in any, any gym. gym. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's also one of the, uh, one of the reasons people like Iron House so much because they come from a basic fit or another gym. Like, no offense to them. Like, every gym is a gym. But... They complain about how much everything gets tossed around or doesn't mm-hmm. get cleaned up or put back yep. in their place there. And they all that you can never find weights. All yeah. the weights are different. Yeah. Also just bring this up on yourself. Like even if you go to a basic fit, just clean up your weights. Yeah, yeah. Just And I have feel feel good about yourself. I don't know what you guys, but I haven't I haven't been to I think 
another gym, training another gym since I started Iron House. I mean, <laughs> I why wish, would I? I it's, wish I could say that. But I just, I don't think I've been to a basic fit in seven years. I haven't been to fit for free in like seven years. Dude. So I, I wouldn't I, really know. I'll, I'll, I see people complain on Instagram. That's all I know. Yeah, I'm complaining on Instagram every yeah. single time I go there. <laughs> I went to a basic fit uh, a while ago at my sister because she trains there. I was like, I'll go there what you want. So it was interesting. Big mistake. Interesting. Big, big mistake. Yeah. No. Going there once is, ju- is just funny. Yeah. yeah, once is like just going to uh, like a weird amusement park. It's, yeah. It, it's, it's fun for the for the experience. <laughs> but hey, but let's not ch- talk too much shit. I mean, ba- there's nothing wrong with basic fit. Uh, a lesser gym is better than no gym. And even basic fits now have power racks and they have deadlift oh, platforms. Yeah. So for sure. true, true, it's true. awesome that... And Ico bars, weights. Exactly. So I'm surprised. I'm happy that they're doing that because you also need a solution for every budget. Mm-hmm. Not everyone true, lives true. close to a really good gym. Not everyone can afford a more expensive gym. So I'm happy that those gyms are stepping up their games. Which one's better now? Is basic fit or fit for free better? Because I think fit for free is a little bit more budget, I right? Think, yeah, I think basic fit is a lot better. I have no idea. Than fit no, for free. Never been to I've fit only been to fit for free like twice. And there's all, now there's all the train more. That's also in like the same, in the same like tier. Oh yeah, true. So train more, but and I'm a fan of train more. More than more than <laughs> exactly. I'm a fan of train more more than basic and uh, fit for free. But if you want a real gym experience, just come to Iron House. <laughs> just come to Iron House. Just Even if it's Iron just House. once. That's it. Just if you want a real just once a proper gym experience, not only in equipment and setting, but also in community and lifters and athletes, you know where to go. Sure. But if you're listening to this, hopefully you're already a member. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this shouldn't be a problem. Uh, I think also one of the things that people should know is that um, we, with Royce, we really appreciate that you clean up your weights and put everything back. Um, I think that should, again, that should be the norm in almost every gym where you're at. But we also have a few more specific rules, for example. We have a turf in the back of the gym mm-hmm. we use for conditioning, jumping, sled push, et cetera. Um, one thing that's also written on the rule board is to not drop weights on the turf. So no deadlifting on the turf, no (laughs) dropping kettlebells and dumbbells from high. Um, When you do farmer's walks, either set them down relatively like nicely or put down some mats. Mm -hmm. So Which are also in the back of the gym. Yeah, because this is a pretty heavy-duty mat, but even this one, if you torture it, it's going to break. And it's not something easily replaced. So we prefer if it lasts a little bit longer than the previous ones have because the previous ones got... They got nerfed. torn up. They got torn up <laughs> easily, just by the weirdest things. People, I'm not gonna mention who it is, but you remember when we did overhead kettlebells lunges? Yeah. And someone made it almost to the end, and then they didn't make it, and they were so disappointed. They just <laughs> dropped the kettlebell from overhead. Oh and yeah, then I remember. Left a huge gash in the turf. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, so <laughs> stuff like that, preferably not. That's on video somewhere. That's on video somewhere. <laughs> but wasn't that some kind of challenge you guys? Yeah, did yeah, 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 yeah. I remember it was like my second week here. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck did I get myself into? And I stayed. What else are rules that we have here? Well, like, we talk I, about different barbells, but there's also different weights. Oh, true. true, true, so true, true, true. We have bumpers. Yeah. Which are like the, the rubber ones. The rubber ones. Yeah. Which you can use anywhere. anywhere. Anywhere, basically. Rubber, rubber contact is fine. Yeah, Overhead exactly. drops, deadlifting. As long as there's space, you're not bo- bothering anyone. Exactly. Do what you want to do. Uh, iron plates, only yeah. in the racks. Just, yeah, only in yeah. the racks. Yeah, so only on the on the deadlift platforms. Oh, yeah, or anything okay. that's a rack. So yeah. the benches are racks, the squat racks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. preferably no rubber to metal contact with the with the plates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and calibrated. Yeah, calibrated plates. And the calibrated are important ones. Calibrated are important ones. Yeah, only yeah. expensive. Expensive, but expensive. also hyper specific. They're 
they're ca- clatterbait down to I don't mean know how much how many grams exactly to the like kilo ten grams yeah they're pretty precise yeah so it's really important that those stay calibrated and the so, more you use them the more they chip away exactly the less calibrated they are and we definitely don't want people using them for the wrong things I mean there's on so we have so much we have thousands and thousands and thousands of kilos of weights in the mm-hmm. gym and plates and everything there's no need to use the calibrated plates for leg extension. Or press, press. I'm, I'm fine with. If, if 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 it's quiet in the gym and you're in the competition racks, okay. it, if you've just used them for your squats or yeah, your bench, yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay with that. If it's barbell in a rack, usually I'm okay with it. But I've seen people use it for the leg extension. I've seen them use for um, for dips. Like, like dips and dips well. weighted weighted pull ups and yeah. on the log. I've seen them put on the yoke for yoke um, like walks <laughs> and stuff like. Is not necessarily wrong to do, but we definitely prefer if you not do that. We ca- I get it because they look cool. Yeah, they, they look, look cool, but it's just not necessary. Exactly. Yeah, but it's also limited. Like y- we want the powerlifters coming in to be able to use that because it's for the same reason why we prefer you not to bench press with the o- Olympic weightlifting bar. Mm-hmm. Let the people who want to do ollie lifting, let them use yep. it. Same as not bench pressing with a deadlift bar. Leave deadlift bar for people who want to deadlift with it. I think what's also important with the calibrated plates is not using them with the other, like the cast iron plates. Yeah. Together. Especially when deadlifting, because yeah. that just chips the calibrated plates yeah. like mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a good one. So uh, the point of the story is use calibrated plates for powerlifting and use them only um, in combination with other calibrated plates. And uh, we also have, a lot of people don't know this, but the, we have big collars, also competition yeah. collars, calibrated collars. They're two and a half mm-hmm. kilos. They're... They're on the racks or in the in the collar bucket. Those are also primarily used for powerlifting. So it's just courteous to if you see someone who's a powerlifter training powerlifting and you're just doing bent over rows. It's nice to make sure that those people can use what they want. Same mm-hmm. as you want a leg press, you want to make sure the person who you know is not sitting on the leg press machine doing presses or something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Use it for the right right intention. What what else is maybe a little bit obvious to us, but maybe not so obvious to everyone else? As an as a as a coach, or maybe um, just just being here. Yeah, yeah, but like back at the gym during classes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. So the back of the gym is huge, but the back of the gym when there's classes, uh, we kind of like count on the fact you're, that we can you're use trying the to back. find a nice way to yeah, say yeah, it, aren't exactly. you? Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to find a, a, a polite <laughs> yeah. way to go about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Just spit it out. We kind yeah. of we kind of assume that we can use the whole back of the gym. So don't take up like if you want to do some stretching and stuff, and you ask nicely. It ain't no problem. Yeah. But sometimes people go there and then they, I don't know, they, they're going to do their whole like 30-minute workouts when class is going. I'm like, yeah, but I need the space. And then it takes time to ask them and move and this and that. Yeah, so respect so, the space. Exactly. The, the class space, the space, also for power hour, also for weightlifting, also for the powerlifting classes. The class space is the right wall. So the wall with the always finish strong on it. Um, sometimes we use the turf for powerlifting or power hour. Sometimes we don't. But in the the... Back section right after the turf, up until the the white door. So we have three doors in the back. We have the roller, mm-hmm. we have the sliding doors, and we have a small emergency door. Mm-hmm. The whole space up to the emergency door that's meant for the class. Mm-hmm. So uh, and unfortunately, we don't have infinite space to store everything. So we have to leave the boxes somewhere. We have to leave the ab mat somewhere. So if you need stuff during your workout and there's a class busy, just find an appropriate moment. Make sure you're not moving. Like exactly to the class, and some people, 
I'm in a busy of explaining a workout power hour, and they walk straight through me yeah, yeah, exactly. to grab an ab mat. I'm like, you, you can walk around uh-huh. as well. You can walk around. Because <laughs> I'm going to start making people join the class if they do that shit. <laughs> or like point your hand up, like point at the at whatever you need. Yeah. Like it takes me like, what, half a second to be like, yeah, yeah, go grab it. And yeah. then Later this year, I know what's up, the people know what's up, and yeah. then... Later this year, we're going to change the back a little bit to make the storage a little bit little bit more logical. But we have so much shit and only limited space. Yeah, That's a good one. Just uh, res- respect the class area. When there's no class, it's all part of open gym. Yep. Do what you got to do. You can assemble Use your it. whole fun little workout area back there. A lot of CrossFitters who come to visit with Day Pass do that. They just want to mm-hmm. place a train, so they go. Yep. They put the ski erg there. They put the wall wall there, kettlebell there. Just make a little workout spot. Um, yep. it's, a, it's supposed to be um, flexible like that. What else? What you got, Roy? Uh, chalk. We have chalk. Oof. Oof. Try and keep it a little tidy. Yeah. When is this uploading? I mean, you're allowed to use chalk. Absolutely. That's what we, have we encourage it's, to use yeah, chalk. Yeah, we, we encourage to use yeah, it. Absolutely. But try and keep it a bit tidy, you know. So try and keep your your chalk dust yeah. over the chalk bowl and don't use too yeah, much don't, of it. Don't bathe in it. Can do a quick story time? <laughs> sure. Go for it. I don't know when this is uploading. I don't know if people who did this are hearing this. <laughs> but last time I was working, I had to mop... The whole like the whole platform area, because there's so much fucking chalk. Yeah, it was everywhere. And, it, I and could I could tell which racks they used and which platforms. And I have, I have to say these are uh, day passes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so because that's the annoying thing. Like this isn't even usually it's not even about new members. It's no. about like veteran lifters. Yeah, it's yeah, the power yeah. lifters, and I feel yeah. ashamed. Yeah, uh-huh. for real. Yeah. And people just get overexcited, and then they there's they're. Too hyped for their lifts, and then they grab chalk, and it, it breaks, and then they fucking like, oh shit, they're broken. Yeah. They throw it down, which poofs more then, fucking but, chalk in the air, and then they step on it. Yeah. So there were foot marks everywhere. You can see where that motherfucker went. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know exactly where all of you guys went. Yeah, like, like, a de- like a detective following. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. They were here. <laughs> so you, 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 you like sniff it, like <laughs> four reps, <laughs> two hundred kilos. Yes. Yeah. So like, it takes up a lot of time and, to clean it. And speaking of chalk. One of my biggest pet peeves in the gym is liquid chalk. I fucking oh, I yeah. hate liquid chalk. So there's the official rule in Ironos is no fucking liquid chalk because one, it's unnecessary. Use real chalk. If we if, have it here if, for you, if if liquid chalk is the only way you're gonna get your lift, go do something else. Use chalk like a normal person. Like if fucking rock climbers can use like normal chalk as well, there's no excuse for you with your fucking 160 half a rep deadlift, man. Hey, <laughs> this dude's hating so much. Dude, I hate liquid chalk. <laughs> I, I fucking hate that. Really, you know hit nerve. <laughs> you know why? Because when we first started Iron House, we get a lot of visitors, um, and a lot of people used to use liquid chalk. But they would make such a mess. You know how many times I've were my hands on knees scrubbing with a brush and oil to get the liquid chalk out of the mats or our deadlift platforms? It's there's still stains mm-hmm. in the mats now from mm-hmm. four years ago. It's so Stain, hard to yes. clean. And then people step in it and then it smears everywhere. It gets in the bar. It stains the bar. So people that's like, the worst thing. It stains the barbells. But that's Come also on. not how you use it. No, it's not it's, the point. It's you put it on your hand and you let it dry and then you go do whatever. But people just put it on the hand immediately. <laughs> Fully grab, wet hands. Yeah, whatever they want. Unbelievable. That's like... No. Uh, quick guy. Liquid chalk is the bane of my existence. <laughs> and yeah. we have chalk for everyone here. Yeah, just fucking don't, use chalk. You don't have to bring your own liquid chalk. Yep. No, so please, for the love of God, don't use liquid chalk. Just don't. Like, you don't need it. It's it's an ancillaritas. Normal chalk should do the <laughs> if trick. You want to be liked? Yeah, it's one sixty half deadlift. Nah, man. <laughs> and look, everyone's training exactly the way they want. Like my personal opinions about things don't matter, but you see people 
like just not even slinging real weight and then they covered their whole body in chalk like they're trying to fucking hide from the sun. Now we're talking about it. Can we talk about chalk on legs, which doesn't do anything, if you mean, anything. You mean for deadlifting? Yeah. Yeah. No. So if it's okay. Uh, it's not chalk. It's baby powder. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> let's have that clear. It's not chalk; it's baby powder. Yeah. So what you what what yeah. powerlifters you see in competitions or heavy uh, uh, experienced powerlifters, people who don't know, um, sometimes people have trouble finishing the lift because there's friction between the barbell sliding over the quadriceps. So people mm-hmm. put baby powder so that it's easier to slide. It's also allowed in official competitions, but it's not chalk. And some people end up. I have seen people at competitions putting chalk on their quads. Yeah, and I'm not a. F- Physicists, so I don't know if the friction coefficient will actually help or make it worse. Because, like, under tension, the chalk is supposed to create more friction. But I don't know if it's just a little bit barbicide. Maybe, maybe maybe it does help. I have I have no way of knowing for sure. But it, the point is to use baby powder. Yeah. Speaking of which, baby powder, do that shit outside. Not in the yes. gym. Because it's also a fucking mess. mess. And it's so hard to clean. And not everyone enjoys the fucking smell of, like, you know, Zwitzel in the gym. <laughs> so, And it takes... A minute to walk to the back. Exactly. Like, and if you ask us, like, we open door, it's not a problem. We rather open the door than have yeah. baby powder everywhere because we got to clean it up. Yeah, exactly. This this, this is quickly turning into a com- co- say, complaining about <laughs> shit <laughs> episode. And how much of <laughs> you this started. is for beginners? <laughs> yeah, but you guys are gonna get scared. So let, 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 let's take a small step back. Is there any more essential tips people should know? Like, let's say it's someone's first week uh. in the gym. They want to make the best of it. They're super excited. What what can what can we inform them? What's hanging to know? I would say just show up. Yeah, just a show up. Of, a lot of people want to go immediately six times a week, or they're like, "Oh yeah, if I miss two reps in my whole workout, my whole week's fucked, or my whole workout's fucked, and then whatever." Even if you show up just to do one set of leg extensions, then next week you're gonna get used to that. So next week you're gonna come twice, and like just. Try and find the rhythm. Yeah. So don't be so hard on yourself and think that you have to, like, lift as many times or as heavy as everyone that walks in here. Everyone is at their own pace. So just get used to going to the gym first if that's the problem and then get used to lifting weights and then get used to lifting more weights. And that's just – it builds up. I like that. I agree. I think also – I think the – what Sophie's trying to say also with regards to – I think I guess getting in the culture. I call it culture because it's about your routines and habits, what's expected, you know, unspoken agreements and rules. Getting in the culture is about exposure. You want to expose yourself to the gym and the environment enough yep. so that you're comfortable and you can find your way. Um, when you join a gym, especially a gym like ours, which is just a very, very warm, welcoming, pleasant place to be. Like Sofian said, we have people here who lift unhuman amounts of weight. We have professional athletes. We have high level athletes. We also have the everyday guy who just or girl who is working out for their mental health or as a way of stress relief or what have you. During work break. Everyone is the same here. And you notice that also because everyone's equally decent, equally pleasant, equally nice. Some of the strongest people here are just as nice as some of the newest people or people who don't lift heavy at all. So come in, get exposed to the gym, expose yourself to the people, to the culture, get in the vibe. What Sophie said at the beginning, come in, have a chat with people, talk, ask questions. And uh, you'll learn all the things you need to know naturally. Yeah. I think a lot of the stuff that people do here comes naturally. Yeah. Because I've never personally sat down with anyone and be like, hey, listen, you can't do this, 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 and that. I think. but I have, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I get what no. you're saying. It's like, yeah. 
everything just comes naturally. Also, if you see someone do something, it's easy to like follow up and do the same thing. I like to call Iron Else also a bit of a natural asshole filter because yeah, because people assholes don't survive. No, because the gym, the whole vibe of gym is just high energy, pleasant. You know, train hard, be motivated, be excited, help each other out. And people who don't really fall into that metric tend to filter out. So you don't really have hunches gedrag or like macho shit. Because I have a lot of people who I've given tours in the gym, people have a day pass and they come in and they want to act tough. And then, you know, you know, Romy comes in or Leontine comes in and deadlifts more than they would ever deadlift in their whole <laughs> life. And they're like, hmm, I can't be the tough guy here. I'm going to go back to fit for free, <laughs> which is fine. But that's just the culture here, you know, which for me is something I'm very proud of. And I think it also makes it such a, family place to be mm-hmm. everyone here feels comfortable it's, it's a lot of it's a second home to a lot of people so we hope that if you're listening to this and um you're new to the gym that it can also s- slowly become a second home for you and the way to expedite that is by asking more questions be exposed Connecting to the gym people. um figure out the do's and don'ts come ask the staff or most of the people you walk around know the rules as well if you're not sure just ask it's also you might get an answer, and who knows, might get a pleasant conversation out of it as well. You guys got any final, like, quick don't do's or do's before we sign off? Nope. No? <laughs> Not really. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of something. I can't, oh, okay. I can't think of something. I thought maybe you guys are squinting because you don't want to be complaining like I just <laughs> no, did. No, no, no. No, no, no. All right, cool. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Um, listen to this podcast or follow us on any platform where you check out your podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on all that good stuff. There's also most likely going to be a video version of this uploaded to YouTube. So follow, subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff over there. And uh, let us know what you would like us to talk about. What topics are you interested in? What would you like to hear from us, the staff, or from members, or from coaches? What are you struggling with? What are some stuff that I would love for Roy, Sofian, and Daryl to explain this to me? Let us know. And uh, we'll see you at the next one. See ya. Peace. Go. Oh, was that 30, 35 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, nice.